This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Sit yourself down, strap yourself in, as you're going to be listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where over the course of the next hour, you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. Meaning to play that Green Day track, the potential trip me up titled Fire Ready Aim since the week it came out. But I have to date been unable to shoehorn it in, so I thought I'd play it at the beginning of this week's show, guaranteeing it airtime. Greetings, one and all. I'm a chill. Wow. When I say here, I mean I'm on my way back from the Troubadour after seeing Brian James's book signing gig. <laughs> Yeah. 
Brian James's The Guitar That Dripped Blood CD, you heard as I played Becoming a Nuisance. Well, with no disrespect to Brian, and I know I've said this before, but he needs a valiant, icky, stiff style vocalist to really put the icing on the cake. Uh, something else, uh, well, something I failed to mention on last week's show was uh, Rat's high regard for Brian in the scheme of punk and how he really doesn't get the recognition for basically starting the UK punk scene that uh, he should, and it's true. Without his vision, uh, he wouldn't have happened. Well, I guess he would have, but uh, there wouldn't have been any damned or any clash, and the Pistols would have burnt out after one album. Yeah, hang on a minute, they did. Uh, One of Rat's many on-the-go projects, as well as uh, recording the drums for the next Professor and the Madman album, is Sinclair, a band that he has got together with Billy Shinbone to make easy listening much more difficult and considerably louder. The twosome have been in the studio and have shot a video to accompany one of the tracks with a live appearance at next year's Rebellion Festival already booked. In the meantime, here's Mr Scabies and Daisy Bones from his Prison Hospital Debt solo album. lasted a few hours last Friday before ordering the Dams Black is the Night 2 CD set. Originally, I was like, I already own multiple times all the songs on it. You know, title track notwithstanding. I mean, I could easily create my own playlist. Then people started posting pictures on 
their copies on on social media and then i was like ah, ah, artwork artwork i need it i need it before clicking buy now on my amazon account financially uh, i went for the straight cd version in my heart i wanted the vinyl box set but 45 pounds versus 9.99 yeah it's a bit of a no-brainer when you haven't got 45 quid i was surprised at the schoolboy errors that Vive La Rock head honcho Eugene Butcher made in the sleeve notes with Algie apparently joining in April 1978. The single version of Love Song starting with apparently Hey Man What's Happening and Paul Gray seemingly leaving UFO as well as any in the hot rods to join the band. Sadly, Stu West isn't mentioned at all, even if technically he is the longest serving bassist uh, yeah, apart from being credited in that so who's paranoid lineup thankfully uh, the japanese only album of not of this earth is cited as an official damned album but not the british equivalent of i'm all right jack and the beanstalk fueling fire to the speculation that vanian didn't want it released over here even if the band did tour it for three years i mean uh, we could argue all day about what tracks should be included and what shouldn't be included at the end of the day the collection was picked by the current lineup. A fan selection of the same number of tracks, I can assure you, would be wildly different. Although, as I said earlier, I have all the tracks on the album, although Suicide fades out rather quickly. And The Shadow of Love isn't the single version, but one of those, gall blimey, governor, yeah, another bleeding mix that MCA were partial in churning out to get it further up the charts. It also turns out that Fun Factory is a different mix. Now, this track was recorded during the Strawberry Session featuring King Crimson's Robert Fripp on guitar that uh, he also played the encore with them at Hammersmith Odeon at the tail end of 1982. Somehow, the master tape got lost. Uh, I did have, thanks to Mick the Mod, who used to babysit Captain's Kids, a cassette of the track. Unfortunately, the source tape was screwed up, leaving it all garbled in the middle for a few seconds. Then, in the early 90s, the master tape surfaced that Captain put out on the as a uh, seven inch on his Deltic record label with a riot on Eastbourne Pier that for all intents and purposes was a damn song the same way as Silly Kids Games and Don't Bother Me were on the B side. The only real difference between the two that I could tell is the outro that Captain stuck on at the end of the single has been removed. Personally, uh, I would have calmed down the keyboards at the beginning as well, but you know, what do I know?
a segmentation that I haven't done for a while is, no, it's not going to be compare and contrast, but the other one, Covers Corner. And today, you're going to expose to four. That's right, four. Count them. As we seem to have fallen into a bit of a damned groove, I'm going to start with the Witch Doctor's version of the Dams. Neat, neat, neat. That is a firm fan favourite live track. Back when uh, Zig was handling bass duties, he would take the opportunity during said song to have a comfort break or a trip to the bar, handing his bass over to someone unsuspecting in the audience to fill in. Back in 2012, when the Witch Doctors played The Edge in Croydon, that unsuspecting audience member was none other than the friend of the show and squirrel associate Arkwright. If you know where to look, there is a brilliant photograph of Arkwright playing away with a faux outrage squirrel looking on. The aforementioned track comes from the Witch Doctor's brand new compilation album, Timeless and Dimeless, that consists of four, that's right, four, count them, 2009, exclusive re-recorded tunes never released before. All tracks have been clinically remastered for your oral entertainment. This new LP is available on Spotify if you don't wish the band to get any money, or from them live where they will, and you also be party to a cracking gig. band and purchase the cd live on the 11th of november painted dress vintage hackney 13th november hope and anchor Islington. 22nd hoary rod in guildford and the 5th of december at the face bar in ready right up next are the down and outs uh, now the down and outs were originally put together by joe elliott from death leopard as if you need me to tell you along with choir boys paul Gwynn. Guy Griffin, Keith Weir, uh, drummer Phil Martini, who I think at one point was in the Quad Boys. He still might be, for all I know, but I know now he's in the Wayward Sons, uh, to play, uh, well, the Hoople songs. However, for their brand new album, This Is How We Roll, they've recorded nearly all originals, but keeping that mock vibe. Bringing in former Vixen bassist Cher Ross to the party, the cover on This Is How We Roll, is this one that I'm sure needs no introduction. 
time while still maintaining the covers corner ethos courtesy of Jerobrus and Los Pepes through Snap Records Jib Arus I'll tell you how it's look it's J I B A R O S Anyway they hail from Madrid who describe themselves in Spanish as four guys armed with guitars and drums doing rock and roll which sounds good to me. Their influences according to Facebook are Ramones, Red Cross, Buzzcocks, The Sonics, Pixies, Rolling Stones, T-Rex and Teenage Fan Club which once again sounds good to me. The cover that they have chosen is Teenage Heads Picture My Face that sounds good to me but don't take my word for it.
Los Pepes presents us with two tracks, an original in the shape and form of Eight Life Easy and The Testers Together, which, of course, I'm going to air for you right now and is the last in this week's Covers Corner. I really should get an ID done. doesn't appear that Los Pepes have any live dates for the rest of this year. However, in January, the band will be opening up for the Bell Rays in Bristol, Newport, Glasgow, Middlesbrough and finally London. Drummer Chris also finds himself in More Kicks, who coincidentally will be releasing their self-titled debut album on the 15th. That's like next Friday. Uh, today, I've only called the band twice. The first long-time listeners may recall was supporting the Dictators NYC at the Camden Underworld almost two years ago to the day. And the last time, uh, January of this year, at the Black Heart. I believe at some point I might have possibly said more kicks were the love child of the Beatles, suit period, and Scarlet Party. And the multiple times that I have already listened to said album... I'm not going to be dissuaded from that statement. All right, it's not exactly a combination of the two, but that's the feeling I get along with a classic stripped-down garage sound. However, whichever way you view it, it's a great album. The track I have selected for your consideration is the very last one on the album, which is Your Vibration.
vocalist and guitarist Justin Sullivan from More Kicks at one point was in the role models. A fact that I was reminded of over last weekend when main role model Rich Raggedy posted a video on Facebook to the track This Eventually Leads Nowhere. The first line of the song was written by Rags's son, who is sat on the autistic spectrum. It came about as Rags was asking him what made him happy, with the reply of, I like to ride the trains, but I need to know where they go, which I think you'll agree is a song in the making. And then it was. Justin left the role models. Nick Hughes came in, staying with the band for all three of their full-length albums of uh, The Go-To Guy, Forest Lawn and Dance Moves that you can still pick up from Glunk Records. Nick will be dropping two strings to play bass for Rich Raggedy and the Digressions at this year's Croydon Rocks Festival at the Fairfield Halls on Saturday the 30th. As regular digression bassist, Ricky Maguire is unfortunately unable to play that night. Uh, in a case of coincidence, Duncan Reed and the Big Heads, where Nick Hughes currently strums four strings, uh, were originally penciled in for Croydon Rocks, but when the date was finally confirmed, Big Head drummer uh, Karen Powers was uh, unavailable, leading to Rich Raggedy and the Digressions taking the vacant spot. Talking of Duncan Reed and the Big Heads, as you know, I like a good rock and roll story, and Duncan has posted a very great one. Uh, on his website about an incident that happened when they were over in Japan. Now, uh, I'll leave it to you to read the whole story for yourselves, but the gist of it uh, is that, uh, unbeknownst to Duncan, a song that he wrote called uh, No Joke 
with the Hollywood Killers in the uh, really early 80s had been released as a single on a Spanish record label in 1983. It turns out said single has earned itself a bit of a cult status in Japan, with many of the rock clubs playing it on a regular basis. And as I said, all unbeknownst to Duncan, until his trip there, with the aforementioned Nick Hughes upon hearing it in one of the clubs that they're at, saying, What's this song the DJ is playing? It's really Elton John, but I've never heard of it. With Duncan replying, Fuck me, it's me. Being the record collector that I am, I headed straight over to Discogs to purchase said 7-inch, only to find that it's well out of my price range. Fortunately, Duncan had a WAV file of it, which he very graciously emailed to me. That sounds remarkably like this. Duncan Reed and the Big Heads have a few UK dates lined up in December. Uh, the next London date is uh, Nels with the men they couldn't hang, that unfortunately clashes with my firm's do on the 6th. You know, free food and alcohol, you know, wins every time, I am afraid. A gig that does look really tasty is on the 13th in Bristol with the Cyanide Pills. I missed the Big Heads uh, support slot at the forum in Kentish Town last Saturday with the Mac lads because A, I never really got into the Mac lads and B, Exeter Ray along with Credit and Kath were up paying us a visit taking in the feel-good band at the Pearl Nums. Now, long-time listeners will recall that when Exeter Ray and Credit and Kath were asked up this way, we arranged uh, the weekend before my birthday to take in a 
Ooh, tribute band at the Half Moon in Putney, as uh, nothing else was going on. Of course, a week later, the Hit Priests announced that they would be playing The Black Hearts on the same day, that's the 23rd of November, with support coming from The Drippers, Flash House and Electric Shakes, all less for less than uh, a tenner. Obviously, I'm now faced with a dilemma. Mug off, extra rain, Crid and Cat, for four bands who I really, really want to see. Or see a tribute band wishing I was somewhere else. Uh, the subject of the Who gig uh, had not been raised since it was first mentioned, with me already buying myself the Squirrel and Friend of the Show and Squirrel Associate Arkwright tickets for the Blackheart, hoping that alcohol... And the passage of time had erased it from X to Ray's mind. This seemed to be the case uh, until we were on the, you know, in the Pell Noms on Saturday, perusing up-and-coming gig guide for the pub, whereupon X to Ray spotted that on the 27th of December, Who Are You UK, the aforementioned Who Tribute Act, would be playing the Pell Noms. Ah, he said. Ooh, I replied. Oh, yes, he continued. Oh, no, I thought, we mustn't forget that in January, I think Who Are You are playing the forum. I must remember to get tickets. I wouldn't bother. I counted. It's not going to sell out. Not wishing him to Google the non-existent event, discovering that in actual fact, it was the Who tribute band in question was Who's Who and not Who Are You, and the tickets for their gig at the Half Moon are still readily available. Do I feel bad about the deception? Here's a clue.
course, that was a Hit Priests and Zero Fox, given from their Black Denim Blitz album, and I highly recommend that you join the Dipshit Spasm Gang Members Club as over the weekend. You'll be able to get your grubby little mitts on the new My Damn Nation Play It Loud Pink Marbled 7-inch with a free cum sock. I mean, sweatband. You know you want it. Uh, oh, and I have a correction to make. Uh, earlier on in the show, I said that neat, 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 the damned cover performed by the Witch Doctors appears on their new compilation CD, Timeless and Dimeless. Well, it doesn't. Well, it does. The digital version, yes. The actual physical CD, no. So there you go. That's that cleared up then. Uh, rounding things up this week are the Dogmatics and a track from their Rumbar Records. She's the one EP, which heralds the band's first new recordings in over 30 years. This is... Black plastic shoes. Well, if the witch doctors can have Tom's white shoes, then the dogmanics can have black plastic ones. Until next week, take it easy. You know I really love them.